This week on the BevCast, we're going dolphin with hashtag Kuba Gooding June. One star, we're in the chamber. All right, welcome to the BevCast. Hey, BevCast. Episode 181. Ooh, Valendrum. <laughs> Correct. Yes. yes. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And I am Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the BAMFCast is sometimes we do a theme month, like hashtag Cuba Gooding Cube. Yeah. Pound. And uh, Octothorpe. We go ahead and we watch ourselves a quote unquote bad movie. Mm. Then we come in here and we talk about it for the first half. And the good bad movies, the enjoyable bad movies. They get one to five jocks and then robot jocks. Robot jocks. Robot jocks. All, All right. right. And the bad bad movies doesn't stay away. They get the negative sliding scale one to five bags. Those are douchebags after Twilight. Poop. <laughs> I'm going to combine that all into one word eventually. I'm going to make that happen. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, week three of hashtag, hashtag Cuba Gooding Cuba June. Gooding Cuba Gooding June. Uh, the penultimate episode. <laughs> we decided to go with 2012's One in the Chamber because it also is co-starring the Bayoukas own Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. 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 Dolph Ball. Dolph. <laughs> So we don't have a Dolph month. No, we don't. He's so every month is Dolph month. Yes. Rando. You know it. Dolph year. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, year of the Dolph. The decade of Dolph. <laughs> so this is not much of a plot summary, but I'm going to read it in anyway because that's what we do. Mm. Okay. A seasoned assassin plays both sides in a Russian gang war and becomes the target of an unknown enemy. <laughs> the wolf, maybe. Yeah. Unknown. 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 That's that's all you get. It's you a mystery. Know. Now we can talk more about this. Oh great. Sciency Nick that laser foof. Huh? Yeah. Do not feed the laser wolf. Oh. Um. It's the only phrase I know in German. Nine. Oh. Good. Act, Thanks. Act tongue. Los cucarachas and John turn a point salir. So there you go. Nobody else was saying anything. Estas no son mis medias. Sure. One in the chamber. Two <laughs> <laughs> to get ready. Yeah. Uh, Uno en chimbero. Yeah, that's it. Sure. Nailed it. Yep. So this was a chamber two for the oh. show. Yeah. So, you're so ready now. Go Dolph. Go. <laughs> Where were there you a, when we were yeah. recording the intro? That's another intro. <laughs> Done. Good job. Well, we, retroactive. <laughs> it's another it's movie. cut and pasted. Yeah, it is. I think one. with Dolph Lundgren. It is Dolph Lundgren movie retroactive. Yeah. yeah. Should have watched that. Show. So this is another filmed in Eastern Europe. I think Cuba it was. Getting junior I think it was in video. Romania because there's literally there's a sign that says something about some museum in Romania. Or they totally look like Prague. They keep yeah. Well, they keep referring to it as being Prague. Mm. Well, if you want me to blow your mind, the end credit said filmed in Louisiana. So what? They, it, they thanked the Louisiana Film Commission and the end probably credits. that part at the end, like the, literally the one part in America, maybe. Okay. Maybe. maybe. So there was there was no way we don't. Oh, well, I know. I'm not other, saying the other whole than thing Detroit, was we don't have places that look that shitty. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know. There's East St. Louis. Uh, but there's a couple places that look sure. that shitty. Not that old and shitty. That's that's the trick no. that Eastern European yeah. does. This right. was mostly we have, clearly we have, Eastern Europe. We have new and shitty, like 100 years old and shitty. Yeah. 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 Anyway. So, yes, the credits. Let's talk sequence. about a movie. Let's talk about the credits. All right. The seven, seven. credits. They're like seven. Yeah. Basically, somebody watched seven and was like, let's make some credits. Yeah. But they're doing like all the, you know, flip the R's for Russian font and like yeah. if O's are sometimes bullets and yeah, jumpy, you know, over stylized credits for this movie uh-huh. and, you know, some cheesy techno industrial thing going mm-hmm. on too. So it's yeah. 
But there's clippings and there's a Bible and a girl and a young girl and an older girl and lots of pictures of her and loading of guns and stuff. And we're like, what the hell is this? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it was a long credit sequence. Yeah. It took yeah. a while. Lots of names. So, yeah. But it does end and uh, <laughs> immediately we meet Kuba Hooding Jr. <laughs> yep. Because that's part of his disguise to get into. Puts on a hoodie. Yeah, we don't quite know what he's doing, but we know he's putting on gloves and he's picking up a briefcase and we're like, bad shit's about to go down, isn't it? Yep. And he walks into like a, almost looks like a mental institution or a hospital. I mean, it's got bars and shit on some mm-hmm. of the doors. No, I, I don't there are know. bars on a lot of doors in this movie. That's yeah. true. Hmm. It's Romania, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I got to keep out the gypsies. Yeah. yeah. Right. And the vampires. And All the above. Gypsy mm-hmm. vampires. But yeah. The worst. Uh, simultaneously, a group of Eurotrash guys are meeting up yeah, and we don't really know what's going on. You know, they're like, "Oh, he, comrade, or whatever." And <laughs> right, com- comrade, that, whatever, comrade, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Blah 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 blah. Because uh, or whatever. <laughs> let's just put it this way: like you've got you've got Cuba in the movie, mm-hmm. you got Dolph eventually in the movie, yep, and you got one girl who's pretty hot, and apparently was on that Rob. Schneider TV show for like however many episodes that lasted. There was a Rob Schneider TV show. Yeah, it's yeah, called, called Rob. Rob. Oh, <laughs> I thought but it was say called that Saturday with a Spanish Night accent. Yeah. Rob. Rob. Yeah, but so it's a verb, I guess. Oh. But other than that, it is a bunch of generic Euro trash looking dudes with various neck and face and hand tattoos. Oh, yes. terrible! Ta- All the bad tattoos are in this. All movie. the worst tattoos ever. Most of them like spiders. Yeah. Well, or I think that one dude. Well, the one guy had, had stars. Was it supposed to be ears. linen on the guys? It looked like, yeah, I think so. Or Karl Marx? I don't know. Like, could I couldn't been. tell. Famous it's, communist. Yeah, yeah. But they all had like the same guy on their neck and yeah. sort of like like on their cheekbone, sort of like looking yeah. into their ear. It was weird. Could have been Rasputin. All communist have seen. No, it definitely was. I know what Rasputin looks like. What oh, okay. Sorry, bro. Yeah, <laughs> but but that's <laughs> the code. Bump, neck man. neck tattoo equals like not a normal nine to five job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah once you get a neck tattoo you're like i'm not going back yeah you're like, never working in a normal job well, you can wear yeah. turtlenecks but the face tattoo you'll that's, never that's be where you really just said fuck it like i'm mike tyson i don't give a shit yeah i mean you go from face tattoo well i mean so many of them are bald with tattoos all over their head it just seems yeah. like if you're a criminal i would want the least amount of specifically identifying marks on me as possible mm-hmm. if you're just generic euro trash bald dude you're going to blend into a crowd like crazy, but if you have a, like a crescent moon and a mermaid jumping over it, then <laughs> someone's going to pick you out right quick. It's the same tattoo I have on my back. Yeah, but I mean, come on. Are you going to pass up like having four-inch stars on either side of your head? I am. Yep. I am certainly going to pass that well, up. Look at the Spider-Man movie. That's he why your life is this star awesome. tattoo on his hand. That yeah. was all, uh, one little identifying mark. I know. One on a rampage. That's what I'm saying. These guys have spider things on their entire head. Spider things. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's a, it's you a will meet a lot of these guys over the course of the movie. Okay. Because, yeah. Because, like, every one of them. And they'll flash their name on the screen. They'll freeze frame and yeah, put yeah. a yellow wash over it. And Video game intro. Video. It is. Which it means very... nothing because they're all generic and they... Like, other than their tattoos, it's like, hey, he's the head boss of this family, he's the underboss of this family, and this guy is the guy that and created the worst, weird keyboard. The worst crime of that is, like, one of them that they flash up gets killed, like, two minutes later. Yeah. I'm going to pound, we're going to pound that Dvorak joke into the ground. <laughs> oh, yeah. Keyboard. What? <laughs> <laughs> I made, yeah, you know, a, one keyboard joke, and that was enough for me. Yeah. You, you can take the reins. I'm just saying. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's funny. It's over the hat. Church Ferguson. It's a funny name. What are we doing? I don't know. What We're we vamping. Doing? We don't want to talk about one in the chamber. No, we don't. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? Everything sucks except for when Dolph Lundgren yeah. kills everything. Yeah. Well, okay. To be fair, <laughs> that's that's uh, this movie. Well, in four let's take a break. No, hold on. Yeah. No, to no, be no. fair, like okay, all these Russian assholes get in a room and then Cuba just starts fucking murdering them. That is which okay. They mentioned he has a fifty cow. Yeah. And he is like, guys, he hits them and they just, their chests explode. Yeah. And the rest of them flies backwards. Yeah. So there's, there's some sweet murder going on. And I think he goes for style points too, because like he starts shooting the henchmen instead of his actual target. Yeah. Well, he, what the, the his actual target was hiding. Yeah. He did. He couldn't shoot her because he grabbed a Russian whore yeah. and used her as a shield. Yeah. But he's doing the video game thing and just like. Stay focused on the on the corner. Stay focused on the corner. Ah, there he is, bang. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, he won't shoot the woman, and bad Mistake. guy gets away, mm-hmm. and yeah. other bad guys. And you're have... a trash. Channing Tatum gets away. Okay. <laughs> That's what he looks like. Yeah, and then other bad guys get there to where Cuba is, and yeah, he misses his target. Doesn't shoot the woman, even though he got one of the targets. He didn't get the. Sure. He was basically he was supposed to get the two main guys who were actually the ones meeting. Right. right. One dude just sort of like just turns ever so slightly after right as Cuba does his first shot and it hits like the waiter. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, but he got that guy. Okay. And the next shot he got okay. that guy. Yeah. Yeah, because he was still stunned. He was like, What? Huh? <laughs> and then like, one dude, that waiter just exploded. Yeah. Chest. <laughs> like, well, that's weird. Oh no. <laughs> it's all it's always disorienting when your waiter explodes next yeah. to you. I'm sorry. And like, like all the henchmen no are way just to prepare yourself for no. an exploding waiter, waiter. There's a guy in my soup. <laughs> <laughs> Waiter, you're in my suit, <laughs> and all your blood's on the floor. What's going on? Aha! Uh-huh. <laughs> this will be reflected in your tips. Yeah. <laughs> There's only fifteen percent of you left. Ah, <laughs> uh, anyway, boy, you sure is dead in here. <laughs> oh, let's make waiter jokes yeah. for the rest of the night. But yeah, Cuba tries to escape and like is immediately caught in the hallway because obviously he's the only guy in the hallway and the bad guys are like, hey, freeze. And mm-hmm. he just stands there he, like a badass in his hoodie and it's just like does his little neck crack thing and just like yeah, time yeah. to shoot them. And just he turns around, around and shoots one of them and then he's the worst hitman. Yes, he, he is man. awful. He is a terrible hitman. He is yeah. not a good hitman. No. Hitman. <laughs> no. you know, I mean, it's yeah. like he misses his target. He's like, I won't shoot the woman. Okay, fine. Slight code of ethics, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think he could have made the shot, like, you know, done something cool. If he was a cool hitman, he would have got the guy in the head without hitting her or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He seemed like he was, he should have been experienced enough to pull that off. Yes. And he was, should have been watching the street when all the guys crossed over instead of like, he waited and packed up his stuff and made a slow mm-hmm. exit. Didn't have a very good exit strategy. No. And then just didn't like immediately duck into it. Didn't hide anything. Just like I'm putting my hoodie in, walk walk down the hall. You mm-hmm. know, fine. And then like for whatever reason, it works. Like he gets the drop on them. Like they're yelling at him to turn around, turn around. And while, meanwhile, he's like, I'm pulling a gun out of my <laughs> out of my mm-hmm. trousers here, and let me turn around and shoot you. Oh, you got me. <laughs> it's just like yeah. if it, if he wasn't an Oscar winner star of the movie, there is no reason he should win at anything in this movie. Never. Just, no. Never ever. That's He's why a, that's why I'm kinda like this movie. Ugh. 
Yeah. Because he's... Bleh. Yeah, and they get him in a kind of like a rooftop chase. And, of course, these guys can't hit him with their machine guns. Cause, no, because they're, oh, they're not aiming. Be, because he then he has... He sort of planned something. He had a little... Like a repel kit set up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everything. And, and it takes way too long. Like, a cool hitman... up Yeah, it, a cool yeah. hitman would have been like, all right, you know... The, like, hooked himself yeah, up on the, the run. The carabiner's like... Just right, right, and we run up and go click, and you know immediately fall. But now it's like, oh, safety first, yeah. <laughs> right? Double check, yeah. 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 And then he's Red like, on he's, yellow yeah. kills a fellow. He's like, mm-hmm. he's like mid, you know, all the talking about snakes. <laughs> <laughs> he's like mid repel down, and the guys shoot the rig, yeah. and, and he falls. Well, yeah, they couldn't hit him from fifteen feet away. No. But they, they shoot, they shoot, shoot, yeah. they they shoot a quarter rope. Yeah, that guy sees that rope and immediately, like, bing, one shot. That guy had a smartphone. He played a lot of cut the rope. Right. <laughs> That's all he was doing all day. Yeah. Cuba crashes through the hood of a car, but yeah. he's all right. But yeah, he takes like, off the hoodie and walks away, and they're like, oh. Blends right in. We can't find the only black guy in this movie. How nope. did this happen again? Well, he took his hoodie yeah, off, the only and black guy was in like, Prague. he just yeah. blended right into the crowd. Or other places. Wherever they are. Eastern Europe. In the Eastern Czech Republic. Block. The only black guy in Eastern Europe. Cuba yeah. Gooding Jr. <laughs> According to IMDb, Cuba, Czech yeah. Republic. Okay. Yeah. So it wasn't Prague. Right. Yeah. So sure. then he, he, Praha. he goes home. Praha. Yeah. Yeah. And he works out. Yeah. We got a training montage very yeah. early in the movie. Well, is this where he starts like getting his little voiceover thing? He, it, like, that the, started the doesn't, very doesn't he, Well, he starts reading the Bible first. Yeah. Right? Like, and then he goes into the workout thing and does he, does he begin doing the clippings of the girl yet? Or is that after he goes? Oh, they flash, they flash back to it pretty quick. This, mm-hmm. this is the first okay. time they flash back, well, the, which yeah, they basically flash back. shows the whole. Well, they kind of do it as he becomes Cuba stalking junior. Yeah. Right. Well, he is following her. He's everywhere. following her. And then there's like this flashback where he kills a guy and he's voiceovering the entire time. The guy was reading the Bible as he dies. And then like his little girl comes out from around the corridor and there's like an awkward pointing the gun at her. And then like, Oh, what am I doing? And he takes the Bible and leaves. This is on flashback. Mm-hmm. And then, Modern times, he's sitting there reading the Bible, and then he goes and works out mm-hmm. where he was Cuba Godding Jr. Uh, uh, anyway. uh, uh. But yeah, he works out, and then like then he goes on the stalking mission, and right away we're like, okay, it's the girl grown up. Yep, mm-hmm. it's not real subtle about it at all. Nope, nope. And so yeah, once Never again, is. just like Hero Wanted, he's stalking a girl for no particularly good reason. Doesn't know how to talk to her. Has even less reason to to need to talk to her or. Yeah, like reasons that he should talk to her. Like he really should never make his presence known. No, mm-hmm. ever. No. Yep. Like what's she gonna say? Like ah, uh, shit happens. Yeah. Shit. shit well, man. he he it's should just gonna shit. go bad. Well, no matter what happens, if he does take any steps, he should make sure to put away all of the telling signs <laughs> that he was the one that murdered her father. Yeah, because in, in his apartment, he's got like a little tiny sitting room with a shitty TV and a radio. Radio. Which- <laughs> Radio. It's only funny because of one radio monologue he goes on, <laughs> but then he basically like, monologues about his career. Yeah, he does while standing in front of a giant like 1920s radio. Yeah, um, and then like he's got a little workout room, a bank of monitors that monitor his entire building, mm-hmm. and then like his stock scrapbooking, his his stock <laughs> yeah, his booking. Scrapbook, stock booking, yeah, stock booking, where yeah. he's just got all the clippings of her in one book and. Eventually, well, I mean, we're skipping ahead, but eventually he invites her into her apartment. It's just like, yeah, come on in. I'm not, I didn't cover up any of that stuff. Just go see the creepy monitors and the book that's full of pictures of you mm-hmm. that you, you didn't know were taken. Well, because he takes a phone call, yeah. which uh, running theme in this movie, if your phone rings, you're fucking answering you your phone. fucking answer yeah. that thing. I mean, we're skipping a little bit. Uh, hey, man, good ways it's, ahead. it's work calling. Yeah. When work calls, you're on the clock. Yeah. How about, That's how like, it works. But they... <sighs> 
it rings once and they're like, oh, God, enter it. Uh, I gotta uh, hello, this. hello. Yeah, I gotta yeah. take this. Gotta take it. Yeah. They don't even look at it who's calling. They just mm. know if well, that probably phone rings. Ringtones. Yeah. 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 But <laughs> yeah, we skipped ahead like where but, Dolph yeah. is brought. But yeah, in, but what? Yeah, Dolph you know, finally shows up. What happens is the guy he didn't kill because the dude took a hostage. Whoops. Calls. He knows that it was the other boss that hired Kuba and says, basically, here are the terms of our agreement. I kill you. And you die. Well, it's because their way is to call the other person right before the hit is made and taunt them. Yeah. Because yeah. they do that right before Cuba yeah, starts shooting. Yeah, because he does that. Yeah, this is true. But yeah, he and then he blows up a car, their car in front of their, wherever they were going. And yeah, and he's like, fuck this, give me the wolf. Yeah. I need this problem to go away. Mm-hmm. And then, and this is where we're obviously introduced to the wolf, but before that, everyone's like, he's a myth. He doesn't even exist. <laughs> yeah. He's just a, he's something you tell to scare your criminal kid buddies or something. Yeah, no, and he's a dude. No. Yeah, it's, it's the kind <laughs> of Jose speech, yeah. basically. And they do a pretty good job introducing Dolph. Because the first scene where he comes in, like, he nonchalantly just murders these guys. Mm-hmm. Well, he was, like, getting that phone call while he was, like, standing oh, there. Yeah. Like, yeah, he was, well, like, he was doing, like, a shakedown. And, well, yeah. plus, he, well, first thing he does is, like, there's a dog, and he's like, be quiet when the phone rings. Then mm-hmm. he, and we're thinking it's just, like, he's telling his dog to shut up. But then it, like sort of pans over and it's like there's a room full of guys waiting to see who he is or why he's there right and then he's like where's my money i'm then proceeds to kick all of their asses in the most like eh like not boring but like boring to him way like oh, it's yeah. just like well it's eh. like it's like when neo realizes that he has superpowers he's just like <laughs> fuck it whatever yeah. just do what you're doing mm-hmm. i'm gonna block it all blah 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 okay yep. yeah and then just starts breaking dude's finger you know it's like yeah, where, where's, where's the, the money, money? lebowski yeah <laughs> Like, it's in the back. Snap. Oh, no, it's under the bar. Snap. Okay. And then he just picks up a chair and just oh, crushes that guy. God that damn, that chair. I mean, they, they put such a sound effect on that chair, too. Oh. Whoosh. <laughs> crack. And yeah, that guy goes down, and he just goes and pours himself a drink and takes the money. You know, the Foley guy was like, let's just smash another chair. Okay. That's like, <laughs> I wonder how many chairs he went through just because he was like... This is so good. Let's just do this again. Oh, See what it sounds like when we smash it against this. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just find something you want to smash it against. Let's give me, give me a pile of watermelons <laughs> and the chair. Smash. All right, what we're gonna do is we're gonna get a bunch of watermelons and we're gonna fill in all the space between them with hamburger meat. <laughs> then we're gonna smash this chair. <laughs> Go up to the mirror space station. Drop this chair. From <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just one of those sound effects. Mirror. Yeah. Really? It's one of those sound effects. You know, the guys were They're just like or whatever. <laughs> But the, you know the Foley arts are just like, this is why I got into this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know? Short of like smashing a watermelon with God knows sure. what, they're like, yeah, that scene is on that dude's real on things. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, uh, Foley force chair <laughs> hitting dude. <laughs> exactly, Foley force. <laughs> it's actually his company name. Yeah. <laughs> when you need a chair to hit somebody, you call Foley, Foley force. Get that guy. Yeah. yeah, so Dolph's but, in the movie now. Yeah, and let's describe Dolph. Okay. He's always wearing like a white fedora, mm-hmm. but like actually a cool one, not like a I'm a computer programmer fedora. And <laughs> Don't they make those? And like a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> yeah. And he's always got like, like are they like white khakis on kind of? Yeah, or just like white, white slacks, cloth pants. Yeah. And... But he just looks like big pimping Dolph. Yep. He and I have good taste in shirts. One guy describes him as Frank Sinatra on steroids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they keep, like, one guy says he's, like, seven feet tall yeah. and huge, which they do a good job of, you know, I mean, Dolph's a big dude, but they make a, they do a good job of making him look even bigger than he is. Yeah. You know, in all his scenes. Yeah. Well, Cooper Especially Gooney when he fights like five, two, and then, like, yeah. every, they've just hired a bunch of other short people. Probably. Yeah. yeah. 
Could be. I don't know. Maybe they're all short in Eastern Europe except for him. Yeah. Yeah, so, okay, Dolph is hired by one group, and Cuba is sort of... He's rehired by the other group, the group that he... Yeah. Failed for? Because he... Uh His handler, something, something, I don't know. (laughs) But as it stands now, these two are against each other. That's all you need to know. It's Cuba versus Dolph. Kind of. Go. Yeah, because the two sides, because... you know, Dolph shows up, murders these guys, and then says, okay, I will come work for you. And this is about the time where Cuba's handler, the guy that he had been hired to kill, has hired him back. Yeah. So, yeah, so th- so they're set up against each other, but it's ne- it's never like, go kill Cuba. At least right away. Yeah, I, I, Until- t- to be honest, at this point, I was just like, g- <laughs> give me a scene with Cuba, give me a scene with Dolph. I t- literally at no point gave a fuck about anything in this movie. It was like that Russian dude's going to die. That Russian dude's going to die. I don't care who does it. Just mm. someone shoot someone in the face. Yeah. And they give it to you pretty quick with Dolph. Yeah. Where they're like, all right, here's our operation. You're just going to take it apart. Right. And Dolph's like, yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Whatever. Like, I like how they use him in this movie. Well, he has a good scene where he's like loading up in the car and he's like doing the math on the number of bullets that he has. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, I've got, you know, 17 over here, 17 over here. I'm going to have probably three left over in each. Side. Okay, let's go. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's, for some reason, he has webcams on his phone. He's got access to, so he knows exactly how many he's dudes are wolf. inside. Yeah. And then no, he, he doesn't goes, like being called the wolf. There's, no. There's an app for that. Just, yeah, just tap right into sure. someone else's uh, webcams. Yeah. But he goes in, he goes in like I play video games, which just basically like stand out in the open and shoot everyone. Mm-hmm. It's a good Hope plan. for the best. Works out. He's for good at shooting. Yeah. So well, he does Dolph math beforehand. He's like, yeah. uh, yeah. this many people inside bullets here. All right. Three apiece. All right. We're good. Let's mm-hmm. go. Shoot people. Dolph math. He destroys this room of dudes. Yes. Like 15 guys in there. None of them can hit him. Mm-hmm. And then there's one guy left in the corner who's just like, oh, dear sweet Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, and Dolph's like, hey, and, well, well, and Dolph buddy. is counting the number of bullets he had left, and that's where he actually gets the title of the movie in. Yeah. Oh, goes, yeah. He actually says it. Yeah, he's like three left and the right. This one, one in the chamber. As he shoots the last day, one in the chamber. Yeah, and it really needed like a lethal weapon, smoky sack sting on that when yeah. he said it. Just <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been so good. Yeah. Yeah. He has such a weird accent in this movie. It's mostly Russian, but it's, there's something else it's in there. Again, it's the same one he had from that the last Dolph movie we we the watched. Package. Yeah, yeah. He was fighting Steve Austin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, this is like it's, this it's is that like, same like yeah. Russian guy learned English from a Welsh or Scottish guy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's bizarre. There's just a weird Patrick Stewart or Sean, Patrick Stewart and Sean Connery taught a Russian guy how to speak English. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's really weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's deep. <laughs> so there's layers upon layers. Yeah. So Dolph kills people. I don't know. <laughs> Dolph kills everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. like Kuba's stalking the girl, right? Isn't that what happens next? Like he goes stalking the girl, and then like this is when he finally talks to her. Well, because, he like barges into her place of business. Yeah. Like it's supposed to be close. Yeah. Not close. And there's this drunk guy in there, like, give uh, me another drink. I'm not leaving. I'm taking the glass. And yeah. then Kuba is like, all right, death grip, hold on you, asshole. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Like he walked, like he is immediately, like, just wrecks this dude mm-hmm. and she's like oh my god you don't have to do that he's, yeah, yeah. yeah the guy's like oh god i'll leave don't yeah, break but he spills my his drink all over him to what she's like oh let me wash your hoodie me, for you yeah let yeah. me wash your shitty jacket because- and then he's he just like i gotta go something suddenly <laughs> came up and then runs out 
<laughs> don't even. He well, just I mean, this runs. Is, this is the second movie where he's got the hero complex thing, where he can't speak to the girl unless he's saving her. Yeah. But yeah, he like he saves her and then he takes off and leaves. Right. But unfortunately, he left his hitman license in the jacket because yeah. she just shows <laughs> up at his ID. house. <laughs> Worst hitman ever. He's a terrible hitman. It's like pay to the order of hitman address one hitman lane. Mm-hmm. Prague. Doors are probably unlocked unless Cuba's outside and then he's locked himself outside. <laughs> yes, which he does because she shows up at his house, buzzes him. He's like, oh, Goes outside to see what she wants, and she's like, "I found you. I brought your jacket back here. You left this ID in it, or whatever it was." It was stenciled in the inside. It said, "I mm-hmm. killed your dad." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and he's like, "Okay, thanks." And then turns around and he's locked himself out of his his hitman apartment. It's just, uh-huh. well, but she, she calls him out on it. Yeah, yeah. She's like, she's like, you locked you, yourself out of your place, didn't you? And he's like, "Nah, no, I didn't." No. As he just stands there, yeah, just doorway. stands there and like sort of looks, like covers his eyes to look through the door, like someone might be in there to let him in. Like, it's no, I'm just I like like leaning on cool. my gate. You know, <laughs> yeah, you know, sturdy. So dumb. Yeah. But eventually, he does go after one of the bosses. He goes after yeah. the, the younger one with the crappier tattoos. Okay. And yeah, basically just shows up, and then the guy's like, "I'll I'll double what they're paying you." And at this point, I'm like. Wait, so didn't they? Didn't the other boss double what he was paying before? So actually, he'd be quadrupling. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of there's a lot of I'll double, I'll triple, I'll do whatever. Yeah. Type stuff. And Kuba's like, nah, shoots him in the head. So that's one boss down. Right. And just as the other boss is showing up to see his brother dead, mm-hmm. but there was a whore there who was doing cocaine, and yeah, he so lets her go. She identifies him basically. Yeah. Oh, he was black. Oh, that guy. That yeah. that hitman. They right. all know. Okay. Yeah. Worst hitman ever. Yeah. yeah. And but this is like now he's like, okay, you kill my brother now. You're prepared. We're, prepared we're sick to die. Of, <laughs> yeah, we're sick of the wolf on you. It's, yep. You're done. And they capture his handler and get him to basically like the handler does a decent job of being like, hey man, like he's not my guy anymore. He screwed up, and you're my best client. So you know, I'll help you. Don't kill me. I'll help you. And sorry. Yeah. So Kuba goes to put the hit out and the wrong guy is there. And he's like, what the hell? And that's when he kind of realizes something's wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's something wrong is Dolph tossing him out of fucking window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> just basically like hits him so hard. He gets knocked out a window. Pretty much. Yeah. It's just sort of like, oh, Dolph's there. Okay. Bye, Kuba. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Dolph is wearing sunglasses the whole time. <laughs> Dolph in this movie With white and his dapper outfit. Dolph in this movie appears. He he appears posing. He's like a specter. It, yep. it, it happens from this point on several times where it's just like character will turn around after some sort of commotion and just Dolph is there like, you know, posing like the thinker or something just mm-hmm. like up and then immediately violence breaks out that's because he's a good hitman no i yeah. know i know yes. he's so good at it he's badass enough to just be like you know hey, hey. <laughs> Here I am. yeah but, but he, yeah. T- he tells us kuba out the window kuba lands in a pile of garbage just kind of rolls over to like oh ow yeah and then he just sort of nonchalantly takes two grenades and just sort of tosses them <laughs> yeah. in the alley with him yanks the pin out and just tosses him yeah. out the window yeah and he was like he barely uh, rolls around the corner I mean, it's a shitty explosion. I mean, it's Cuba oh, grenading, yeah. Junior. but yeah, <laughs> but still, you know, you see two well, grenades land on you. You're like, ah. yeah. So, yeah, that happens. It's kind of a badass maneuver. He just kind of runs away. Yeah, yeah. And he gets back home and he's trying to call his handler. He's like, dude, what the hell happened? Mm-hmm. Well, buzz, buzz. The girl's downstairs, <laughs> and yeah. Cuba, being worst hitman ever, mm-hmm. come on like, up. Yeah, 
hang out in my apartment. I've probably just been made. A guy has attempted to kill me. Yeah. This seems like a good time to let that girl into my apartment. Totally. Yeah. Moron. She, yeah, she won't be in danger. So yeah, she yeah. Comes, she comes up. They talk for a little bit. They like they, they barely start to kiss, and then he gets a phone call. I gotta go. I gotta take that. <laughs> it's the handler again with more information. Yeah, I'm and just then, gonna like, say it. When you're getting your first kiss with a girl that's that hot, yeah, don't look at your phone. Yeah, like, especially like, if you oh, killed like, her. There's dad. a button on the side. All you do <laughs> right, is you hit yes. That is good sage advice, BJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been there, man. Especially Kill a girl's dad. If you killed her dad. Yeah. I was gonna say before they don't want to try. Before they start kissing, for whatever her. reason, she's like, they're both American, and <laughs> that was disturbing. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, there, right? they're both American, and she's like, oh, you know, yeah, what are we doing in Prague? Sort of, like not really, but yeah. then she's like, like I, he's like, oh, you just had to leave or something like, that. and then she just spills her guts. She's just like, yeah, yeah, I had to leave. Like someone killed my dad when I was just a little girl. Blah blah blah. And he's just like, oh. Right. That's, that sucks. That's, like, that's, uh, I'll just leave you alone for a minute. Yeah. Yeah, Why don't you go wander into the room O evidence? Yeah, but that is <laughs> not first date material. Wait over here. Yeah. Um, like you don't No, you don't, don't break open out with the that. story about a hitman killing your dad. Nope. Yeah. Kind of know where to date. go after that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so uh, do you like Italian food? Yeah. It's yeah. like <laughs> I'm a big fan of Bjork too. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. You like that movie too? Yeah, I read, yeah. read, read mm-hmm. that book. That's sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My dad died in a chimney on Christmas. Oh, oh, oh that's oh. awkward. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. But so, yeah, she but she's yeah. like, This Bible was my father's and you have a thousand pictures of me. What's the deal? I'm a creep. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, the deal. Uh, <laughs> I, I, his, his answer I think was yes. Yeah. I think, like she, like, she just kind of well, like, I'm here to protect you. Well, he's like, uh, let me explain. And then, like for the rest of the movie, he keeps calling her and leaving vo- voicemails. Yeah. Like, Please, just call me just back. Call me back. Let, yeah, I need to like, explain what happened. <laughs> Like uh, calmly, just like, hey, right, look, you know, please respond. Yeah, look, I, I, please respond. I know this is crazy. Yeah. I, I killed your daddy, but you know, call me. Maybe there it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> you, you motherfucker. Somebody cut off his microphone <laughs> and do it quickly. Somebody just cut him. him. Cut him. <laughs> cut, yes. cut him. Cut the man. Cut that bastard. Cut yeah. me, Mick. Robin <laughs> says, cut him. <laughs> But yeah, so yeah. she like storms out, and Koopa's like, ah, and then he turns around, and Dolph is like there posing again. Like, yeah, Ugh. he goes, are you a bad time? Caught you a bad time, old boy. I mean, and he's got like one foot up on the table. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like, he just yeah. appears in a pose. It's like, how did you get in there? <laughs> he's a fully posable action figure. He's just yeah. like... You know why I'm here? He was like, I have a good idea. Nice. Well, he's like, because I'm the bad guy. Yeah, like, Kuba like, says that, and Dolph's just like, pulls out his bigger knife. Well, Dolph's laughing. He's smiling. This whole movie, he's always just amazed and amused by everything. It's like, it's the daughter. proper use of Dolph. Yeah. It really yeah. is. He's he's having a good time. Yeah. Which I'm glad someone had a good time. Yeah. Because yeah, all the Russian like fucks in this movie not... are so dour and so yeah, and just Kuba like. Yeah, Kuba too. He's like. Oh, we glossed over his speech. The one that's the parallels his career. No, <laughs> like, we talked uh, about it. Did we? Well, we briefly, we, we briefly but... mentioned it, but there's there, there literally a point where he walks in. There's the giant radio. Right. And he's just like. Radio. It's right after the flashback of killing the dad. And he's obviously has regrets. And he's like. The devil's in the past. You can't outrun it. You just got to keep moving. It's always behind you. It's and like, I don't know how things got this way, like but you have to keep taking the, jobs for the money. Yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> he's like standing in front of the radio and he's like, it's like, you know, the things you've done in your past, yeah. they never like, leave you. It's like, like, you mean radio? Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It is. It is strangely telling. Yeah. It's all laid bare right there. 
but they, 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 so they have a, they have a knife fight and Dolph is throwing Cuba around like a doll which is should be happening yes. because Cuba Gooding Jr. is like five foot one and Dolph Lundgren is seven seven <laughs> and so <laughs> he's, he's just throwing no exaggeration around. on either. no 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 he's just throwing him around his apartment just beating the living hell out of him I, I don't even know how it happens, but somehow Cuba gets the upper hand on him. Yeah, he wins. I I don't know how. Well, he grabs a face. Because he's scrappy. Yeah, yeah but I mean, he does the whole, like, kick him in the knee and then, you know, yeah. slash him on the arm and then do Wait, this. And well, then it's like five seconds from being choked out completely. Right. Well, he bashes like, him over the head with a vase. Well, I think just because Dolph is just... He's kind of having fun with it. Sure. He's, probably he's not taking it seriously. Yeah, he's probably toying with him because he's like, I'm freaking Dolph. Oh, right. like, you're yeah. But yeah, so Cuba like go, is like straddling him with the knife over his head, like ready to just come down. You know, Pulp yeah, Fiction stab, stab him with the needle, and uh, then it just he like reluctantly sort of stops doing it. But before mm-hmm. anything else happens, the scene fades out. Well, yeah. they no, they throw him. They show him toss the knife to the side. Oh, okay. But like before he gets up off Dolph, yeah. the scene fades out, and it's like that's a weird place to mm-hmm. end this because. Th- there's still somewhere for this scene to go. I mean, eventually Dolph's going to get up. <laughs> yeah. And but, then they, yeah. like, and then they have somebody come to the boss and it's, he's just like, Hey, the wolf called and he quit. Yeah. And that's like all the explanation we're given. And we're like, mm-hmm. well, like part of okay. me was like, is Dolph done? Like, is he out of the movie now? Yeah, yeah. I know. I was kind of wondering yeah. that too. Well, he was like embarrassed, you know, Cuba beat him up. So he's yeah. like, well, I gotta he's go like, home. Yeah. <laughs> it's my, it's my all time over, is over now. Yeah. I'm going to make my own directed video movies. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. to win. Yeah. And then, of course, at this point, the bosses that hired Kuba, mm-hmm. the second ones that hired him, that he was supposed to kill in the beginning. Sure. Have found out that, okay, those guys hired the wolf. He's going to kill us. Mm-hmm. We found out where the wolf's staying. We got to kill him. He's in Which, a fancy hotel. Yeah. Well, they catch and, the handler, and the handler's like, somehow, like, they got... They they well they found the book they went to his place and they got the book full of pictures of the girl mm-hmm. yeah. and they're like use this as leverage because they go yeah. get the girl yeah yeah well that's that's for the end I'm talking about the other boss like Is the there? one There's the one that got away yeah. in the beginning the Euro trash Channing Tatum right yeah and they and they decide they have to kill Dolph right because he's going to kill them okay and they go even to his... though they don't know that Dolph had quit so yeah but what they're, they're just doing like, was completely well because pointless. Dolph killed that dude's brother in the previous hit. Mm-hmm something i don't I'm know that that's what confused. you kill my brother so yeah yeah there is a scene where dolph just kills a guy in like swimming in a pool that's right but yeah, we've never seen that guy before no, we had seen that him. was a keyboard guy yeah it was that was keyboard guy yeah, yeah. something to work whatever his name was yeah. he was like the guy that like, like the he was the third party that came in and was like fuck this whole thing up because apparently the two families had a truce as long as they don't deal with this guy okay and so wow, he was like paid attention see I, this is how that's the part I got. Well, this is the problem when all your guys look the same and they all have names that... Vladimir. Yeah, that just aren't distinguishing, really. That's yeah. why I remember Dolph, because he's called the Wolf. He's Cuba. also Dolph fucking Lundgren. Well, sure. Yeah. So, yeah. That helps. You forget but, him. He shows up in your house right. with a smug expression on your face. <laughs> yeah. On his kills face. You. Right. Yeah. But he's chilling out in his swanky hotel room listening to his phonograph and... With the dog still. Yeah. He, he, okay. he, did, he took the dog from the beginning scene. The dog yeah. has become his buddy in this movie. Which Dolph is buddies. Fine, but yes, Dolph buddies. <laughs> which is a movie Disney, please make. Dolph friends. <laughs> but oh. so he puts... <laughs> Is that how to get dolphins? <laughs> no, dolphins. Dolphins. Yeah, it's uh-huh. the dolphin dolph movie. 
God, we're making so many good direct yes. video oh, yes. Dolph Lundgren aren't animal we? movies. Aren't we? <laughs> we are. Millennium. Coming up with call the best idea. Just call us. But he puts the dog in like an armoire or something. He's just like, sorry about this, and hides the dog in there because he... Well, he's describing how like you all, you develop a sixth sense. He's giving a little speech to himself about yeah. how like he's been through this before. And then, I thought he was saying it loud enough so that they could hear. Just kind of like, yeah, I'm going to fuck you to up. the dog. Oh, was he? Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. then he, he just says the key well, to everything yeah. really is bad ventilation. I thought he was talking to the people outside. That's I thought it was cooler because I thought he was fucking with their heads. Like, no. I know you're coming in. I'm still going to murder no, you. No, all they could hear was the bass of the oh. record, even though there was no bass in the record. Mm, sure. Because <laughs> he's playing an old Victor. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so they they just kick in the door, and he's just standing there with double fisting silencers, just blam, 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 and wearing nothing but a towel. Yes, well, piff, piff, piff. we were close to Dolph Balls again. Had the scene got actiony, yep. but one wacky dog away from Dolph Balls. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's the tagline. <laughs> well, like the sand, suntan girl. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trying to hang on to the towel. Roof. <laughs> one bit of terry cloth away from <laughs> Dolph Balls. Yeah, but he murders all those dudes. Yeah, yeah. He, he kills the first three, and then the last one kind of like runs in and just machine guns everything. Yeah. And Dolph's just kind of standing off to the side, shoots him in the chest, and then walks over to the guy and is just like, amateurs. Yeah. Amateurs. And then yeah. caps that dude. Yep. And that's the end of those guys. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's the end of the movie. Well, basically, no. this is where you know they call, they're like, hey, we got your girl. And well, he, go, he yeah, goes. Yeah, the to, handler calls, and he's like, "Yeah, you need to." Well, yeah. he call, he kind of calls him in code. Yeah, because he calls him and right. says, "Like, hey, buddy, how's it going?" And Kuba's like, "What's wrong?" <laughs> yeah, we found know. pictures of a girl. Everybody's really hopping down here. So he goes down yeah. to the bar essentially, and the, and the handler basically there. lets him know there's a bunch of dudes here, and if you want to see that girl, you better get down here. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so he goes to her bar, sits down with the handler, starts having a drink. Five or six guys come out, I guess. Yeah. And like it looks like it's all over, and it's again just like he's a bad hitman, but they got they got bad henchmen too, because like he's just kind of sitting there sliding a gun over to his handler, and, yeah. and, and it's like nobody's really watching the bar mm-hmm. or their hands or anything. But yeah, they have this little gunfight, and the handler gets shot, and yeah, handler's dead. But Kuba does use the move that BJ and I love, which is shoot the dude in the ankle and then pop him in the head when he yes. hits the ground. Mm-hmm. Always effective. Yeah. So there is one of those in there. I call so, that a Lozambique. <laughs> wow so he goes but, to a safety deposit box gets all of his money and fake ids and two guns out of the safety deposit box and goes to the russian club which is the lust church? the lust church lust church which up mm-hmm. to that point had just been a bunch of fucking dudes which was yeah. not cool yeah we well, were not fans dudes of a bunch of like church. s&m gear on the walls and yeah we're like this is kind of a shitty club yeah. mm-hmm. but eventually this night the club is jumping and they got you know ladies they got dancing, dancing and christmas lights Ooh, and ladies but yeah, he, he rolls. And that's when we hear the titular theme song. Yeah, well, Stargrove, <laughs> <laughs> the one in a chamber in the chamber. Yeah, the dubstep. one in the chamber rap. Yeah. <laughs> this dubstep rap. One, yeah. one, one drop in the chamber. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Wub in yeah. the chamber. <laughs> yeah. There, you go. there, there it is. He kind of comes there in the is. back entrance and like takes out a few guys like with the music, so like no one in the front kind of hears it. Yeah. Including the the bouncer at this place. Who got it bad from Dolph, Dolph earlier? Because mm-hmm. Dolph walked up and it was like, you know, he does the "Who are you? Uh, I'm so and so." Yeah, what the fuck is that? So Dolph answers him by headbutting him in the face and like breaking his nose. <laughs> now this guy is sitting in the no, stairwell, smoking as uh-huh. Cuba Gooding Jr. just shoots him without even like he doesn't even see him. He just like basically shoots him from a, a flight up of stairs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or just like this poor guy. Yeah, <laughs> that guy was. At least just, he died doing what he loved, smoking, smoking in a stairwell. In stairwell. Yeah. 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 
He just thought that job was awesome because he could smoke on the job. Yeah. He was really savoring that cigarette. Hot chicks came by every like, once in a You could barely hear the dubstep music. Yeah. He's yeah. Like, it's not too here. loud. I like it right here in the stairwell. There's ladies inside. I have that knowledge. It's good acoustics. Cigarette's really good. Oh, yeah. fuck. Yeah. Dolph yeah. killed me. Sometimes <laughs> lady come out and hey, ask for cigarettes. She give me smooch. Maybe a little, you know. It's not bad life. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> shit. One black man. Shut yeah. me. One black man in black. Shoot me in the face. Son of a bitch. I should yeah. have believed fortune teller. <laughs> Who would have believed it? It seems uh, so random. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what did always bet on black men? I didn't know. <sighs> uh, yep. Anyway, so yeah, that guy's dead. Yep. And then yeah, Cuba, Cuba kills a couple more people, and finally the hitchmen are starting to catch on. Like, oh, I think that was gunshots. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, his 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 little handguns that he was using, I guess he flips into full auto mode. Right. Yeah. Because now he loads well, up the like extended clip. Yeah, but what I want to okay. mention before he does that. He walks into the club and just starts shooting in the air and shouting. And it's like, dude. Yeah, you had You had one advantage. Yeah. The element of surprise. Now you got to fight a bunch of guys with machine guns who know where you are. Right. But yeah, I guess the, the ace up his sleeve is that his guns turn into automatic. Sure. It's a, I don't know 93R, which well, is a select fire machine pistol. Yeah, it's a select fire plus unlimited rounds. Right. Right. Yeah, he, put in the, he shoots he put that in the thing code. a lot. Yeah. Yeah, he puts in like I don't know, maybe a thirty round clip, oh, maybe, yeah. maybe, and then like and yeah. then, it's and just then like, sprays it yeah. nine hundred times. <laughs> because yeah, he just shoots up the entire bar yeah. and basically. But I don't know everyone. how those things are in real life, but in oh mo- no, it's real life. In it's movies, pff- they always look and sound. Cool. It's basically pff- you're done. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's thirty rounds. Right. But yeah, he he just proceeds to gun down a bunch of dudes and mm-hmm. eventually and drops a cool. chandelier sure. on one of them and he runs out of bullets and then like there's one there's this one guy standing in the middle of the dance floor who's been <laughs> reloading. reloading his gun for at least five minutes <laughs> and Cuba just runs up to him and punches him and yeah. takes his gun and then shoots everybody else and then just you starts, know you're a terrible henchman when the worst hitman in the world manages to kill you right but finally Cuba Gooding Jr. comes alive and is just shouting in the air while spinning around like who's fucking next so yes. finally he showed up on set to you know act they finally brought him his coffee that day i guess yeah, yeah he finally woke up i don't know but then like the head guy grabs the girl I, I don't know and then like like right it is it's like oh, okay we have sort of a mexican standoff type thing not even that it's just like it's well, just, yeah, just well, a standoff because yeah. it like, just doesn't want to take the shot because he doesn't want to kill the girl right, right. And drops and his gun put lowers his gun the dude shoots him in the shoulder right for some reason well, you know, because movies need more time to give speech before shooting yeah. you fatally. Right. And then yeah. Dolph and, shows up. And, and all of a sudden, Dolph <laughs> poses Dolph on the bar. Standing at the bar, just like, <laughs> goes, you guys have a bad day. Bro. No, he goes, <laughs> he says it again. He goes, cut your bad Yeah, arm. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, just like, and then shoots that dude from, in the head. From now in on, the face. whenever possible, I'm going to appear behind people in a pose. Yes. Yeah. I cut you at a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah. Just my new goal uh, in life for work is <laughs> show up on people. Yeah. About card. yeah. And Whoa. Dolph just kind of walks, out, like caps that dude. Girl's like, what the hell is going on here? Right. And kind of looks at Kuba is like, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then picks up the bag that had all sorts of money in it. Yeah. It's like, ah. And then just walks out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Cuba and the girl run out. Yeah. And this girl helps Kuba out. Yeah, well, she, leave. he saved her. No, no. <laughs> Dolph saved her. <laughs> yes, yes. But Kuba, let's let's look at this. Okay. He killed her dad. Yep. Stalked her. Issue number one. Strike two. 
Almost got her killed. Yeah. Ba- basically, he's the reason she got kidnapped. Yes. Add on to this that he destroyed her bar. Oh, that's four. In a shootout. Yes. That's definitely a red card by now. Yeah. 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 It's a danger. And basically almost got her killed there. Yes. But still, she's like, thank you for saving me. Right. It's like, I don't know if it's saving if you got her in that in the first place. Yeah. No. Kuba, you're terrible. Worst hitman ever. <laughs> but yeah, he, he puts her in a cab and is like, you got to leave. You got to get out of town. You got to go. Mm-hmm. And then cut to hey, America. Must be in America. Yeah. Yeah. Because suddenly Kuba is not the only black person and he knows people like on the steps. Yeah. He's high fiving people. Yeah, he goes in like, and apparently he was just really sad in Prague. Yeah. Like, he, you know, he's back in his element here because mm-hmm. he's like, hey, hey, guy. How are you, friend? Yeah. 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 And he sent her a package of the, her dad's Bible because that's a happy memory. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she's like, oh. Yeah. And a picture of her but, in it. Yeah. Like, here's one of my stalker pictures. Right. Mm-hmm. Here's a picture I took of you with the telephoto lens. Yeah. But he goes back home. And an erection. Yep. What <laughs> <And laughs> in the trailer. Gotta include that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> there I made that joke. <laughs> but yeah, he gets back home. Mm hmm. And sees Drug the dog fruit. sitting on the couch and goes, oh, crap. Or no, the dog is in the kitchen eating, eating just something out of a bowl. Yeah. And he's like, oh. And turns around. And there's Dolph. And Dolph posing. says, <laughs> I live here now. Yeah. You, we well, are well, roommates and we will have wacky yeah, adventures. Yeah, he goes, just one question. And he's like, why didn't I kill you? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. yeah. He goes, because <laughs> nobody paid me to. Right. And then Dolph proposes... To the best idea oh. in movie <laughs> sequel history. Me? Yep. Where he basically says, hey, we're pretty good at this. Why Why keep taking contracts from dudes when we can just steal all their money? Yeah. I'm tired of fighting for these scummy people that have money. Why don't we just go kill the scummy people and take their money? And both of us said, yes. 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 Right now. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Start filming your sequel right now. Yeah, because unfortunately, this movie cuts to black and rolls credits right when it started to get good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> right when the premise finally showed up. Yep. And, yeah. And Cooper's basically like, "Yeah, yeah, let's do that." Okay. You got my number. Mm-hmm. You know where I live. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah. This is unfortunately the basically the Fast and the Furious, and we want the you know two bullets, two chambers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. This is the origin story yeah. for for the characters that we. Yeah. This want. is like super serious, and it's like no. We want happy-go-lucky kill fest with... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I anyway. Don't, I don't know. I, Movie ends. Yeah. Stargrove, yes and no. No. <laughs> I mean, yes in that... No. No, it because it the guy just anything. randomly yells out one yeah. in the chamber. It, it doesn't tell any stories. So <laughs> no, no, it no, does no, not. No, 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 no. No, there's no Stargrove. No. <laughs> Shut up. You're an idiot. No. <laughs> Felt like I had to debate that for a second. No. I don't know why. No. Captain Trollface over there. That didn't even just... Ugh, no, <laughs> no Stargrove. Uh, regular ratings. Okay. I I hate to be Did the one to do this. No, 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 no. I I hate to be this. This to be the one that does it. But um, this is the first Dolph movie. I I'm going to have to give this a bag. What? A yeah. single bag. A single bag. I I cannot recommend this movie. This movie is not that much fun. It has moments, and all the moments are Dolph. The rest of the movie is bleh, confusing and. Stupid accents, generic henchmen, people, lots of that. Uh-huh. I just can't. It's like barely on the I can't quite recommend. So, yeah, one bag in uh, the chamber. Nice. <laughs> I'm two jocks. Dolph's a lot of fun in this movie. 
He is, but he's the only thing, and he's been it for ten minutes, maybe. The no, whole movie. he's in it more than that. Yeah. Every scene they use him in, they make him. They make good use of him. Mm. And granted, a lot of the bad guys are just generic. You're a trash. Who cares? But they do get good kills in on them. And I, I don't know. I just, I enjoyed the fight scenes in this one, and I enjoyed Dolph a hell of a lot, and. I wanted the whole movie to be about him, which is why I actually want a sequel to this. Yeah. I would totally watch a sequel. I would absolutely watch a sequel. I yeah. just, this was too serious and stupid, stupid, stupid motivations. And he's a terrible hitman. That annoys the shit out of me. Too That's kind of what serious. was fun about it to me is like him just being so bad at his job and Dolph. And I think that works because it makes Dolph seem like he's even better at his job. I don't know. You can't get better at your I job than, than Dolph is. though. So. Yeah. I don't know. I enjoyed it two jocks i'm also going to go it's close like it's a 2.0 many zeros one um what <laughs> like it's just barely two jocks but it makes it there on on Dolph alone hmm. and cuba gooding jr screaming at the end <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good when he goes who's fucking next yeah. well i'm i'm just gonna have to fuck up the average then three bags wow wow I mean, I give it. I give it. I mean, four jocks. I give it. <laughs> I give it a jocks for Dolph, and I give it a jocks for the dog. <laughs> the rest. I mean, I swear to God, there was so much just Russians talking to each other about nothing, just bullshit, and they're all there's no none of them have any joy in their job. They're the most depressed gangsters ever. Why are they even in the business, really? I mean, it's just. I don't know. It, this is this is one of those movies where I equate it to you could boil this down to three scenes on YouTube and you've seen everything this movie has to offer. They're sitting through this again for ninety minutes. I would rather gouge my eyes out. So, Jesus, I was bored. And you're the guy who loved Pinball Summer. <laughs> <laughs> it always comes back to something. I'm just kidding, Chuck. No, I'm just not. I'm surprised that you hated it that much. It, I just I just can't reward it. I can't. I, I certainly can't recommend it. Um, I, I compared to both the other Dolph movies we've watched and the other Cuba Gooding Jr.'s movies we've watched, doesn't even come close. Not even close in terms of quality or even, God forbid, storytelling. Yeah, I mean, he he was awkward in Hero Wanted, but it still seemed like he kind of wanted to be there, sort of. Right. He was totally bored in this. I mean, this yeah. was like, oh God, I've fallen into the Russian Russian mafia, and now I have to make I these. Know. movies. I feel like I'd rather watch this one than Hero Wanted. I wouldn't necessarily want to watch Hero Wanted again, but Hero Wanted is a well-made movie. Yeah, I was just saying, like, it's just him and his his attitude. Like, this one, I just, I could feel the pain in his eyes. He was bored. Like, yeah, Kuba, I do not want to be Kuba here. was not on his game no. with this yeah. one at all. I mean, because like I said, in Chill Factor, when he showed up, the movie picked yeah. up. In this it feels movie, the same way with Dolph. Dolph, Dolph in this one in saves this, one. this movie. Cuba's just like, Ugh. you know, I felt bad for him. No. Mm-hmm. So. Don't feel bad. He's got an Oscar. He does. Yes, he does. With Dolph? I wish Dolph oh. did. Dolph should get a lifetime achievement award. Yeah. <laughs> he will. Don't worry. Okay, good. All right. So, so we're good? Yeah. Second half time. Take a break before you guys talk. Sure. Superman. Yeah. Yes. It's going to get all- painful. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
All right, and welcome back. Hey, Bamcast. All right, Zach. let's do some more podcasting. Okay. All right. Yeah. So there's a movie that came out this last week. Yeah. Uh, there was. Made, a movie I was anticipating quite a bit. Made a couple of dollars. Probably going to make a few more dollars. Yeah. Yeah, I made some money. Uh, so this is Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Zack Snyder's Man oh, of Superman. Steel. Yeah. The Superman Man movie. Man of Steel. The Man of Soups. <laughs> what? Yes. <laughs> yes. He makes a lot of soup. Mm. Yeah. Pete Campbell. Yeah. Man of Soups. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we talking about Mad Men? Directed by Andy Warhol. Uh, yeah, super. so the dark and gritty reboot. Sure, mostly. The, um, if dark and gritty means lots of CG punching, yes. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Infinite CG punching. And snap zooms. Yeah, some of that. Some of that. Some lens so, flares. <laughs> first off, coming out of this movie, I didn't like it. In, All right. In, good refle- review. in reflecting on it, I like it even less. <laughs> like the, it's one of those movies. Like I, I tend not to do that. Like I don't know. It's just like the more I start to think about things, they really, really anger me about this movie. And I don't know. I think all the people that wanted a Superman movie who aren't Superman fans at all, that's why it's making a lot of money. Because so you're saying I'd like it. Maybe I I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it seems very much like there are very few in the middle reviews. People are either like, "Yeah, that was really awesome," or, "My God, what has happened to Superman?" And there doesn't seem to be very much in between. Well, or there's people like Chuck who, like, for a long time was like, "I don't know if I like it or not." I still don't know. I can't. Kind of like you. The more I think about it, I I think of some parts and I'm like, "Wow, that was really great," and I like that, and I like that, and I like that, and then I think of other parts that just make me mad. Yeah. There are there are some things in this movie that I wish were in a better movie. Like I I, nec- I don't necessarily immediately have a problem with changing certain facets of a character to reboot it, ma- modernize it, take mm-hmm. out some of the dumb, whatever you know. And Superman has 75 years of some dumb that's happened. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, lots of things. I mean, there's the kissing to forget things and super dogs and blah blah no, blah smurfs. Awesome. yeah dog I'm, I'm just saying everybody likes crypto come on there's there's invisible plastic shield that he rips yes. off his s and throws it somewhere oh, I remember that. that does nothing i mean there's there's lots of dumb <laughs> yeah. that they can rewrite yeah i mean the early super. superman movies just like it was like he was magic it's like whatever he wanted to do that's what worked and, and i and i don't necessarily have a problem with those because like they were presented as comic booky in, in, in an early state like it was okay you sure. didn't have to like go out of your way to like no this has to be realistic it was just like look this is a fantastical world where just like the comic books if something becomes handy eh, whatever it's you know mm-hmm. it doesn't matter like it didn't really bother me if like stupid things happen in those because that was kind of setting a tone there wasn't really anything of that scale mm-hmm. prior to that I mean mm-hmm. S- Superman the movie is the first big budget attempt to make a superhero movie that wasn't the Batman yeah. TV show or yeah. George Reeves to Superman. You know, yeah. I mean, it, was, it like, was an earnest attempt yeah. to, you know, do a grand scale thing. Right. So it's like that in itself just granted a lot of leeway. It's like, well, okay, for all of its greatness and everything, there's the Wizard of Oz wouldn't play today. You know, if you released Wizard yeah. of Oz tomorrow, people are like, what the fuck is this shit? It's right. singing and dancing crap. Anyway, so I'm just exactly. saying like it's, it's period, you know, the time period, I forgive it a lot. This obviously they have a lot to go on and not and in no small part having Christopher Nolan on board to go. Yes. No, this works. This doesn't work. Kind of checklisting mm-hmm. things going. This is my opinion of this is how I think I made Batman work. 
obviously some people disagree that they, you know, that he made Batman work, but you know, I'm, I'm of the camp that, yeah, he did. He you know, pulled off Batman in a modern setting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of the changes, the thing, some of the changes that that bother me the most is, and, and this one's like, I'm this almost sounds nitpicky, but the more I think about it, it, it angers me. Is everyone's just kind of assuming nowadays, like straight up, That's Superman true. is a Jesus allegory. Oh yeah, I mean everyone, everyone's immediately like, yeah, another modern telling of Jesus. I'm so brilliant that I figured it out. And no, if anything, he's a Moses allegory. Yeah, I was he was say. from the early days. I mean his. Uh, I just completely blanked. Uh, I just completely blanked on his creators' names: Siegel, Siegel and, and Schuster. Schuster. Yeah, um, obviously they were they were definitely Jewish writers, and they 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 patterned his life and his his origin story after Moses. Mm-hmm. And so, like the fact that it's just it's so completely accepted, and everyone's just like, "Yeah, Jesus allegory." I mean, it's just like that that irks me. And they even go they even go so far as to like specifically mention how old he is in the movie, and he mentions that he's been on in America for thirty three years. And he has disappeared since childhood, going on these quests and stuff. That, you know that nobody saw him on. Obviously, a Jesus parable. You mm-hmm. know that he just kind of disappeared for most of his teenage years, and then shows back up, and he's in his thirties. Yeah. It's Jesus. That, that really kind of bothers me. <laughs> that like they not only just like not it's not just the public mis misreading that it's that kind of an allegory, but like the fact that it, it's like directly in the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was pretty blatant. I mean, it was hitting yeah. me, and I was like, oh, really? Yeah. I mean, well, there was a like, lot of you need to put your faith in Superman. It's like it's not like Zack Snyder is known for being subtle about anything. No, but there there is some nice subtlety in this movie. There are parts that are I don't want to say quiet, but because there's not. But there are there are little things, little touches, little changes from the original narrative where it's like, OK, that was that was a neat bit. That was a good idea. That's OK. There, there, mm-hmm. I think that's what frustrates me is that there's there's changes and things in this movie that I'm okay with. I'm like, that's okay. Let's see where that goes. That's pretty cool. And then there's a whole bunch of stuff that it's just like, yeah, I know all this. You've done all this before and you're not changing any of it. And I'm bored watching you tell it to me again. Well, there's there's one I don't want to be spoilery at all. I mean, I'm not I'm not of that like anger. I'm going to hey, I'm going to spoil the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's a major 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 thing I have a problem with at the ending that obviously I'm not going to talk about. Anyone that's seen the movie probably knows what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. It's the big thing at the end. No, just no. The no the character not right for the character shouldn't happen. Big time problem. That's all I'm going to say. Earlier, like it's, but then again, there's something earlier that happens in the movie that's an interesting, like uh, something that you know has to happen in the in the in the Superman origin story mm-hmm. that they sort of flip the script on, and yeah. it's really cool. I'm like, that is deep. Like that that that, mm-hmm. that is like that has a deep, powerful meaning, and then it's it's just erased by this super gloss, crazy, super CG nightmare movie. Yeah, like, it sounds like. Strangely enough, the trailers were a bait and switch in an opposite direction from where they usually go. Yeah. Where most trailers are like, this is all action. It's crazy. It's crazy. And it's no trailers. Whereas the trailers, <laughs> like all the stuff in those trailers, like with Ke- with Kevin Costner as being Paul Kent and all that was like, this looks so freaking good. And apparently that is very minor in the movie. And, and they don't just, they don't just like stick with a straight narrative. They don't start with him as a kid. It's all 
jump cutty flashbacks like at random points of like this happens and oh it, this reminds me of the time when i was a kid and this happened sort of like family guy esque. <laughs> like, i thought i thought the movie had been assembled out of order yeah when it was going really yeah because there is a cut from when he crashes into earth to earth. him as an adult it goes straight into that and i'm like well hold on and mm. like for a good five minutes, I was like, D- do I need to go like talk to the projectionist or something? I yeah, mean, it feels wrong. Like it just it feels like a bad editing decision. I kind of as it goes on, I understand it a little bit because they don't focus on the origin stuff as much as I would have liked them to. Yeah. So that's the thing is like, I, I think with Nolan's hand in this, they really should have stepped back and go. This is the first part of however many movies we're going to do. Scale it back. Make mm-hmm. the Batman begins like you don't have to go crazy in this movie slow down, tell an origin story, have it come back around by the third one. You know, that seems to be his, his yeah. magic thing that happened in the Batman series, if you, th- if you ask me. The second half of this movie feels like it's the second movie in the series. Yeah. Like, we've got to go fucking crazy in this movie, but it's only the second half. Yeah. And it's like, it's it's jarring. I mean, yeah, it I'm is... Like, like I mean, I'm, I'm watching the second half of this movie, I'm like, what the fuck are they going to do for a sequel? You can't bring in Lex Luthor. You can't be like, oh, it's smart guy versus Superman now. Yeah, now it's Superman versus a land deal. Yeah, because <laughs> I, mean, I mean, literally, like, I mean, the end. Of the, I mean, people have already talked about this. this isn't much of a spoiler. The, the second half of this movie is is nine eleven times a million. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's it's yeah, it's fucking yeah, chaos. I think like somebody calculated that like the damage to the city was like seven hundred billion dollars. It's insane. It is insane the amount of damage that happens in this movie. But, towards the end, a lot of it caused by Superman. Um, and so, I mean, that all that aside, um, I'm trying to think of the action in this movie and the pacing in it, where it just it's unrelenting, f- makes it as exhausting to watch as like the Pirates, Pirates of the Caribbean sequels, where it's Ooh. just like shit is just going and like next CG thing, next CG thing. Oh, we're over here now. Another CG thing. It's just 20 minutes in, in a row of it. It's just like, just just stop. Yeah. Stop and say something like you can't just have fight after fight after fight. It's like, it just reminded me of like the, the whirlpool thing where it's like pirates are fighting and there's a whirlpool and cracking yeah. everything all at once. Oh my God. I brain not processing any of this. I can't even imagine seeing this movie in 3d. Like, I think I would have been Linda Blair exorcist vomiting. I mean, I'm, and I don't even tend to get sick in 3d. This is movie is just that chaotic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, well, it seems like we've gone to, if you've got a big summer movie, you've got to destroy a city at the end of it. Yeah, we sort of have gotten back to it a lot because you know lately. the Avengers and Star Trek and this and Transformers Three, and, Jesus Transformers. Yeah. I mean, the entire second half of that movie is just let's destroy a city. But the but the Avengers worked because, like, I mean, there's a lot of buildup to get to that. This this felt like it was almost that kind of pace the whole movie, like not that level of of crazy, but just. Go, 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 go. And I just, I don't understand what, why the decision was to, to bring in one of Superman's biggest adversaries, put them in the first movie. I mean, the only thing you can go from here as far as destruction craziness is bring in Doomsday now. Mm-hmm. You know, how, how do you play that off in a believable sort of universe? I mean. Yeah, well, that's the problem when you have to one up yourself. Yeah. I mean, like I think about The Authority is one of my favorite comic books. And each time they did a new arc. It was like, well, we have to go bigger and crazier with this. And it's like, you get to a point where it's like, it's just idiotic. You know, you know it's like, cause people expect it to be bigger and crazier than it was. And yeah, I, I just, you know, movies like where, where the hell do you go from? Yeah. There? I don't know how you pull any kind of sequel out of this. Like, I, I mean, unless it's like, it's Superman rebuilding Metropolis. 
like, yeah. yeah, and Lex Luthor's like trying. I don't fighting to profit in court. Of, yeah, or something. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's it's just bizarre as a, as a first movie choice, and like just the way that it was like a speed run through his origin story. I don't get at all. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, the things I did like is I I, I liked how they used sort of the modern e version of Krypton. Like it's not that stoic icy you know planet thing. I mean it's yeah. it's crazy fucking avatar animals flying around and and things from modern e Superman comics and cartoons and everything. I liked part of the new Krypton. I did not like all of it. I I didn't like that like the council was just dudes wearing costume jewelry and bullshit like that when it was much cooler just to have projected faces in a room. That shit's yeah. awesome. I, it's, it's and the crystal thing. I mean. I really would rather have that than this weird metal alloy. Oh, that, well, the, the, like the, the the Phantom Zone thing was stupid. That was just straight up stupid. I don't think that's ever been anything anywhere the way they did it in this movie. The timing of it in this movie made zero sense. There, there's zero passage of time from banishment to the to the Forbidden Zone to <laughs> the destruction of Krypton. It's like, yeah. get the fuck out of here. How dare you? Yeah, good. We We're just, all going to stay here and die. Yeah, we just saved you. <laughs> Enjoy your time in it's prison. It's really strange. Yeah. It's just it's it's a weird pace in this entire movie, and it's just exhausting by the end. And I mean, there's there's other nitpicky things I can I could go on with the ability to spoil. Mm-hmm. I, I just I, I feel like I have to stop or I'm so, something slip. <laughs> Zack Snyder, does this rank lower than Sucker Punch? Yes. Wow. wow. Uh, because like like wow. <laughs> like that like to me like that didn't have any pretense of being anything more than Flash. You know, this was this. Uh... I mean, it had it had heady ideas, I guess, behind it. But I mean, like you're not you're not expecting anything from it. this. Isn't you know that was a new thing, and it's like you're not invested in it. Like when you go to see a Superman movie, you don't expect it to just be Flash. You know, like I'm not trying to make a DC pun. Like <laughs> it, it's just it's all Flash and no substance. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 I don't get it. I mean, like you have you have a certain uh, you know obligation, especially with all the powers behind it. You know, like having Nolan kind of being the you know, the George Lucas of the, like, I would do this kind of thing, you know, like just mm-hmm. having him back there, like, okay, well, you know, so we're going to, you know, we're going to dark Knight up Superman. Okay. And then it's just, it's all sucker punchy flash and just punch, 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 giant metal spidery thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's not even a spoiler. That's just fucking stupid. That comes out of literally nowhere. Yeah. He's fighting a fucking giant medical metal tentacle thing. It's like, oh, there's John Peter's yep. spider. There's a spider. You got it. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And, I, and, I just and, and I don't buy the lowest Superman connection at all. There is like zero chemistry between them, and no, and like no time to develop any reason. Like, oh, zero time. Just, just by the time it's like, I think I like you. Yeah, you're Jesus. Save it for the sequel. When all of a sudden they are together, it's like, well, that was sudden. Yeah, you guys sort of haven't been through enough to really warrant that kind of connection yet. I mean, he could very easily be emotionally attached to any number of the millions of people in metropolis who are now homeless and jobless mm-hmm. uh yeah. yeah i mean i don't know it's just so many so many characters that are kind of thrown in just like i mean there's people in there it's just like hey you ever read the comics yeah that's there's that guy like, he's not really yeah. gonna say or do anything it's just there he is i mean i'll say kevin costner is really solid in this he's not in it enough nope he's really not in it enough Russell Crowe. Diane Lane, too. I mean, I like both the yeah. casting choice for his parents. Yeah, they did good on that. Russell Crowe is fine. Pretty good. I mean, I enjoyed him. There's there's a bit later on where he's sort of 
like it, it's not him it's the reflection of him now you know mm-hmm. like the marlon brando projection and everything but he's sort of directing someone through hallways and stuff and that for some reason tickled the hell out of me just having <laughs> russell crowe stand silently and point down hallways as a as for where a character should be running to that was amusing to me it mm-hmm. It's frustrating to me, and I think we talked about this a little bit after when we saw it, in that I I went back and rewatched Superman Returns right before seeing this, and on my second viewing, I'm not as high on that movie as I was initially. That movie has some dreadful Good pacing reason. problems and plot problems and everything like that, but there are still some fantastic elements in Superman Returns, and I wish you could take those elements and mix them with the great things that are in this movie. If you did that, you would have something really special. Instead, it just feels like each movie has some really fatal flaws in it, and, and it's just hard to really get behind them and go, yeah, that's what I want. So, yeah. I mean, it's well stated. I'm a, I'm a sucker for origin stories, so maybe I'm a little biased that they didn't spend more time on that. Yeah. But I, I was like every time they got into modern time stuff and it was like. Okay, T minus five minutes till you start super punching some things. I was like, fucking hell, just go back. Like, yeah. I want to see Super Kids some more and more Kevin Costner. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I like the idea of like kid having to grow up and hide his superpowers for fear. You know, that's a mm-hmm. that's a powerful that's a powerful allegory that they don't play up enough. They did good stuff with him as a kid, and like especially like the moment when he, just like the powers hit him and he's trying to deal with it and he freaks the fuck out. That was great, and then also comes back in the movie later in a solid way instead of a goofy way like it does in one of the original Superman movies. Um, so, like I said, there's just nice touches, and it's just frustrating that they all didn't come together into something really great. So, well, I, I just you to know. me, it's frustrating too, knowing that Zack Snyder's best movie was his very first one. Because hmm. I, Dawn I of the think Dead? I think that Dawn of the Dead remake is oh yeah, Dawn of the Dead still a fantastic movie. Yeah, I and, have, I mean, I have little problem other than its public perception of 300. I mean. I mean, you know, it's become the frat boy comic book movie. You know, I mean, yeah. it's like I, I try not to hold that against it. I think it's a well filmed version of that. I mean, it's yeah. just, it's become meme worthy. And, you know, it's like I read comics because I saw 300, you know, that kind of thing. And yeah. as someone with no attachment <laughs> to the comics, I think Watchmen is fine. Yeah, I don't yeah. have a problem with it. I think he I think he adapted that about as well as you could. I mean, and. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't want to play. The, I don't want to play the game of like who would have done it better or whatever. But yeah, yeah. Well, that was just a crazy tough movie that kind of like adapting that was a losing proposition no matter what. Sure. But I, I, I just it's it's disappointing when somebody's early work is their best and then it just has like like his trajectory is very much a downhill. Well, it's it. Here's the way. I, here's the way I finally phrased it to myself it was like the very first time i saw Zack snyder and i heard Zack snyder's talk and it was like here's the guy that's going to start making a lot of comic book movies or comic book like movies and you saw him talking like comic con i was like this guy is a giant fucking tool mm. i want to hate this guy but so far he's making good movies so mm-hmm. all right good on you douchebag keep going <laughs> and i feel like finally it's like oh there's the douchebag we always the knew douche was there. caught up with him yeah, yeah. Like, cause that's, that's what this feels like. I felt like, I mean, we were in a theater full of like, I, as I described it, it's the people that sh- are wearing like Superman hats and shirts and everything. And you're like, there's a guy that? wearing a cape. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying like, they're, they're the guys wearing like he's the dressed hot- up like crypto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, these, are the, these are the guys that have like the, the hot topic 
Superman hats, and you're like, you've probably never even like touched a comic book, much less open one up and read one kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And you're like, why are you here at a midnight showing? And by the time the end movie was over and that god-awful nightmare of CG was over and people were clapping and stuff, and I was like, now I know why. Yeah, this is this is the movie that... This is the Superman movie for the average person that they've always wanted. And, and <laughs> I mean, you know it. that you don't... I'm not trying to defend these guys, but you don't have to have read... There's been so much Superman in popular culture that you don't have to have read, you know, 86 years of comics to be a fan. But I feel like these are the guys that, like, started wearing this because, like, Shaq was wearing them. That level of, like... Yeah, when the logo became a brand. Yeah. And it had nothing to do with Superman. Like, I, it's not even like, oh, I, I've, I, I remember the Superman movie or I watched Justice League when I was a kid. Like, I think Superman's kind of cool. I feel like this is, like, the... It, it's because I'm, I'm not maybe going to pull off a Lakers logo. I'm going to wear a Superman logo kind of okay. guy. I just wanted uh, <laughs> to clarify that because uh, yeah, I'm not trying to sound like far superior or anything. I'm yeah, just saying like it's, it's that kind nerd of nerd elite thing. Yeah. Yeah. Is what it started. No, like no, no, like. no. I'm not trying to say like you're not allowed to be a fan because yeah. you haven't read all nine thousand yeah. copies of Superman. Everything, yeah, right. but that's just it's a shame because I was really looking forward to that. And after after hearing you guys' reactions, I was like, ooh, I don't, I don't need to rush out to see this. Obviously, and yeah. I want to. I'm gonna have to see it again at some point to finalize my opinion. I, I can't remember the last time I've had a movie like this where I literally can't decide either way. It's it's strange to me. the The theater going going experience didn't help. It no. was it was a unruly crowd, and the sound mix was off, so you could hear everybody murmuring and making jokes and being assholes. So mm. that was sort of part of it too. I'd I'd sort of rather watch it at home now and yeah, get it fresh, but. I, I, I merely tried to purge like we had a thing in the beginning. I had to say something to somebody and like I tried to I, I I've had to do that enough times in my life where like I've, I can pretty much quickly purge that mm-hmm. like this isn't going to affect the movie, you know, like say a little mantra in your head like assholes in the theater are not going to affect my opinion of the movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe it did. Maybe I'm being overly harsh. I don't feel like I am. Yeah, but you're not alone. Yeah. So it's not like everybody had that same experience. Right. Yep. So. Let's move on. Okay. All right. Please. <laughs> you saw something else aside from Superman Returns. Yeah, I, I saw I saw a couple other movies. Uh, we, I watched um, a Cloud Atlas. Okay. Um, oh, boy. Did you form an opinion on that? Yeah. I, right. I sort of have an opinion on that. It's, it's all right. It's not great. I really don't think they nailed the message they're trying to convey in it very well. I get what the message is. I get what they're trying to say. Do you? We'll have to talk about that. After. Okay. <laughs> I just, I just don't feel like they really nailed it. I don't feel like by the end of that movie, you're like, oh, there, there's not really a thing that's just like, it all makes sense now, or it all comes together or, oh, that's great. Or anything like that. It's just a a lot of random series of events that sort of tie together, but not, they sort of only tie together because the movie structures them to all come at the same time. Okay. So I didn't have as much problem with the changing, uh, races with the cast, probably because I knew about it going into it. So it didn't come at me. Although well, do you Korean see Keith do you, David was still yeah, like, do you see what, what I'm saying though? Like, like the first time I'm seeing it, not knowing that's what they were going for. They, they introduce you to new soul inside of, Right. The building and I'm like, oh, that's a weird look for that guy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then like as it was dawning on me, I was like, oh God. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's some there's some fun stuff in that movie. I mean, it's hard 
it's hard to justify saying to someone you should really watch cloud atlas but i will say that through the time i watched it it was compelling enough to make it to the end i was never like fuck this movie i was never like this is just dumb just get it off my tv it was compelling enough to see where it was finally going to go once it got there i'm not exactly sure it was rewarding enough but it was never dull getting there because there's so many stories being told and just the cast is crazy Mm -hmm. and trying to keep up with it is also crazy but so yeah uh and then i watched snitch starring the rock oh that okay that one yeah yeah Yeah. uh that's not a movie for us that movie is an after school special starring the rock (laughs) it is about uh mandatory drug sentences and laws that are dumb and the only action in that movie is the action in the trailer like the stuff in the trailer where he goes to the hardware store and looks at all the guns and then gets in the truck and just starts ramming dudes that's the only stuff that's in the movie that's not talking and the movie doesn't do any credible explanation as to why the rock who is a giant man is just this sort of construction company owning guy who doesn't beat people up, who doesn't have an ounce of toughness in him, doesn't work out in the movie, doesn't fight anybody. It's just like, why is this dude who is like 0% body fat and 400 pounds of muscle just some guy who works in an office? I mean, if there was a guy who worked in my office who looked like that, I would expect him to be out murdering people every (laughs) night. So it it's strange cast. He does fine with it. And like the old or the younger skinny rock when he was not doing crazy steroids and all that stuff when he was doing like the tooth fairy and stuff like that. He's not doing steroids. Chuck. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I refuse many, to believe. How many times are you going to change your stance on that? Your flip flopper. I refuse to believe that the rock uses steroids. Fine. It's natural. Yeah. I believe that. He um, uses the same stuff you use, Mackie. He works out 12 hours a he day. He just Absolutely. works out more. Yep. Do you even lift, bro? <laughs> I do not. What do you squat? Though. I don't even know what that means, but I know I'm supposed to ask that, right? <laughs> so, it you know, I mean, it's it's okay. It's it's a it's a decent little drama, but it is not. It's certainly not what we wanted. Yeah, and I mean, we, we early want the rock wrecking dudes. Well, early in that movie, like his construction company orders two giant shiny semi trucks. And they show up and they sort of like pull a cover off of them or reveal them. You're like, oh, he is going to fucking drive those trucks through everything. You're going to piss off the rock and he's going to fucking ruin you over the top. It and no, no, no. Damn it. Yeah, because that's how I sold my wife on. I was like, the rock's going to drive these trucks through shit. It's going to be entertaining, (laughs) man. I want that. Yeah. Why is it not existing? But it's got Barry Pepper in it. (laughs) <laughs> oh, uh, you just unsold Harlow 100%. <laughs> He's actually okay. Is Clifton Collins Jr. Oh, in it as well? No, but he should be. <laughs> Dare to dream. <laughs> How there, that guy escaped this movie, I don't know. There, is, there was a Cuba Gooding Jr. movie that had him in it. And I, was I like, saw it. That's yeah. off the list. Yeah, I saw <laughs> that one. Don't care what this is. Yeah. I was going to try and sneak that one nope. by, but I figured you'd I'm find out. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, you know, those are my movies. All right. So, don't go into that one expecting a rock movie. No. And it's also not like faster where it's like, okay, this is a murder fest, but it's also deathly serious and mm. sort of grim. It, this, it, it's not that at all either. It, both movies are not what you expect. It's really strange. So yeah. I'm just, neither one of them is fast five. I'll say that. Don't okay. expect well, awesome rock show. That, just don't. It's a high bar to set. Okay. I, well, yes. 
So, is it voicemail and email time? Sure. I'm going to read the email first before we get sure. into the voicemail Why not? extravaganza. So, this one uh, is from Dave. Hi, Dave. The uh, creator of Cuba Gooding June. Thanks, Dave. But yeah, Dave, you, Dave says, Rocktober. Hello, Bamcasters. Dave from North Carolina here with a couple of recommendations for Rocktober, if that is indeed a thing that is going to happen. <laughs> first is a musical I've actually recommended to you a few years ago. The rarely seen sequel to the ho- Rocky Horror Picture Show called oh. Shock Treatment. Brad and Janet are now married and stuck in a reality TV show. Jessica Harper and Clifty Young take over for Susan Sarandon and Barry Bostwick. Ouch, that's a downgrade. And both are much stronger singers, in my opinion. I completely, genuinely love this movie, but a lot of people really hate it. I would love to know what you guys think. The Cadillac of Bad Musicals, however, is a 1980 gem directed by Nancy Walker, better known as Rhoda Morgenstern's mother and the Palmolive Lady, called Can't Stop the Music. Yes. It stars Valerie Perrine, Steve Gutenberg, and Bruce Jenner in his film debut. Mm. And yeah... Also, The Village People. Mm -hmm. This movie really has to be seen to be believed and contains what might be the gayest milk commercial ever made. (laughs) And to be clear, I'm not using gay as an insult. That is one homosexual commercial. (laughs) Thanks for all you do and for making Cuba Gooding June happen. I can now die knowing that I have, in some small way, contributed to society. Once again, I love the show, especially the parts where Chuck talks, and anxiously await every new episode. Would love to see more spoiler casts, though. I miss those. Crash and burn. Dave out. Wait. Sent from my Atari Jaguar. <laughs> Wait, Chuck, do you have a fan now? I do. Oh. I'm, that's why I'm stoked. Finally, wow. someone doesn't call me the worst thing ever. Huh. Well, you could be that guy. Which that guy? other that other guy. Whatever. What are we calling what's you? What's his nuts? What's his nuts? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You oh, couldn't even what's remember his my what's his nuts name. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Um, yeah, I've uh, seen Chuck Treatment. Yes. Yeah, I have seen it too. I've never seen Rocky Horror Picture Show or Shock Treatment, so you're not the I know. I know the ship, one, the ship has already sailed on that one. There is one yeah. amazing song in Shock Treatment, as far as I'm concerned. Five. The, yeah. The um when when they're on the game show, it's the refrigerator. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't want to lose sooner or later. Yeah. We bitch in the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. All right. Love that song. Anyway, I, I de- can't stop the music. I would definitely consider that's a good rock tone. We've mentioned that one. Yeah, I, we did. I, I think that came up. Obviously, yeah, in the Xanadu episode. That's been a long time ago. Like yeah. that, people were like that, and the Apple. Let's watch both. Mm-hmm. Man, we're gonna need so many drugs well, for October. Well, there, then there was like a "Kiss Meets the Fan in the Park," which I think we tried to find at one point. In time. I have really, that. That's hard to find. It's not good. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> people don't like us to watch good. Have you not figured this out? It's a TV movie. Oh, yeah, that's the issue. With, okay, <laughs> that one. That kind of not good. All right. Yeah. Okay, voicemail time, huh? Mm-hmm. Yay, let's, voicemail. Let's fire some up. Red Foodie Dreams Podcast. This is for Cuba Gooding Jude. Movie you should call, it is, you should watch Hardwired from 2009. Okay, so Cuba Gooding Jr., he gets cyber brain hacks. He gets a cyber brain from, from Val Kilmer. Which, which makes you see commercials in his house, which is it's hacked by the government to make him kill people. Or something crazy is crazy. Michael Ironside is there. I like it. It, it. There's good ideas there. Not so good executions. Yeah. That's what done, you Caster Bounce. <laughs> That's what Danya cast the bamf. Well, I, I, I will say, like, Hardwired was up 
for consideration. It was on the list. Um, we just we, it may be next year. Oh, yeah. Don't worry, we're doing this again next year. Yeah, I we mean, had plenty. Hardwire was up up there. We were even talking about maybe even going all the way back and doing like Judgment Night. Judgment Night is so good. Yeah, so good. Yeah, I forgot he's in Judgment Night. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. But I mean, like, I mean, we have our movie picked out for next week, so we don't need right. more Cooper getting. Yeah, we we we've got it next year. Next voicemail. Hey guys, just calling to get connected with you. You guys are finding some good movies for me, and uh, wanted to see what your take was on Fast and Furious Six. I don't remember if you guys talked about that yet. But, uh, when I saw it, it definitely gave me a little chubby. I found a um, movie series ever since Fast Five. I think they they realized this is us. This is what we're gonna do, and we're just gonna fucking roll with it. And I appreciate that. Nobody else would take the risk of making a Fast and Furious movie. Ridiculous, but you know what? They're the shit. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that there'd be like a style there. And I love you guys. You know? If you guys were girls, I'd marry you. That's what I'm just saying. Hey, let's talk about Fast and Furious movies more. No. Uh, no. No. No, no it's not. Hey, we liked it. Okay. We like six. We didn't like it as much as five, but right. it's fine. you're doing we it. We like that it still <laughs> brings the crazy. Yes. Yeah. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Done. Boom. Next. Hey, and there's plenty of states. Guy, we will we will move if you want to marry us. <laughs> no, no, I'm, they, I'm they, already getting married. Oh, and he's already Sorry. married. Yeah. You and me, BJ. We're, we're no. going to Vermont with no. this guy. We're getting three-way married. <laughs> We're gonna watch yeah, Fast no. and Furious movies all day. People want to marry you. And the guy has a ghost in his house. Or something. Oh, yeah. I'm true. not marrying ghost house, <laughs> yeah. dude. But he could ghost be a ghost dad. Maybe he's a ghost dad. <laughs> there it is. How do no. you know? No. He could be a ghost dad. I have dad. a dad. Oh. But you don't but have, you a, have a ghost dad. Are you sure? Oh. Well. No, I'm not. You just blew my mind. <laughs> You've never Damn. met my ghost dad because he's a ghost. Oh. I thought you were going to like try to pull that your actual dad was actually a ghost dad, and that was going to blow my mind because I haven't met him. Well, I am a ghost, okay. and my dad is a Whoa. ghost dad because he's the dad of a ghost. Holy God. Ooh. Yep. Everything's so explained now. See? That's why I do that all the time. Yeah. Ghost totally dad. And all the haunting that I do to you guys? Oh, yeah. It's because I'm a ghost. All those hauntings. Oh, I thought that was just trolling. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's haunting. Haunting in haunting the spiritual realm. Haunting is trolling of the afterlife, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah, totally. Yes. All right, how about we do another voicemail? Let's. Hey, Bamscast. This is Jenny, a.k.a. Buxomia. First time calling and relatively new listener. Uh, after your terrible, terrible time with animation, I thought I would give you two movie recommendations, and one does have some terrible, terrible animation. They're both involved fat people. And the first one was absolutely incredible. I saw this reviewer named Obscure's Lupa review it and had to watch it. It's called The Amazing Bulk. It is a total ripoff of Incredible Hulk in concept only. This is where the bad animation comes in. The attempt to make his face emote is something to behold. And not only that, but it has the beloved tried and true running scene on a treadmill in front of a green screen where the feet kick up and it looks ridiculous and the lines from one of the uh the inspectors that's investigating the case is brilliant um i'm pretty sure he pees on something the other one i wanted to recommend was an uber bowl film 
where he just said, fuck you, viewers, I hate all of you, thanks, Germany, for the money, and he made Bloverella. Now, there's a precursor to Bloverella you have to watch. It is a direct, almost shot-for-shot parody of Blood Rain 3. So you're going to have to watch that first to fully appreciate how horrible, I I have no other words, but horrible and awe-inspiring Bloverella is, and it really is just sap Blood Rain. But, yeah, those are two submissions for your approval. I would really love to hear you guys either get just super angry or just giggly over these two picks. Continue what you're doing. Sorry if the message is too long, but uh, you'll hear my voice again. And I can't wait to hear what you guys have coming up. Cuba Gooding Jr. out. Crash and burn. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like a threat. Uh, yeah. You'll hear my voice again. <laughs> yes, you will. Uh, well... Man, I don't know about the one that requires homework. I yeah, mean, I don't want to watch other movies in order to watch a movie. Well, we've said it before. There's, there's people in this world that just think they're funny and they're not. Mm-hmm. And the, you know, and then the people that are really funny never think they're funny. Mm-hmm. But Uwe Boll is one of those people who thinks he's funny, and he doesn't have a funny bone in his body, and that has to be just. Like parodying one of his own movies has to be just torturous. I can't. It feels I, I like it would have. Couldn't to be. even I, imagine. Uh, but I'll watch it if Till Schweiger's in it because <laughs> Till Schweiger. Oh yeah, that guy. God, that guy's awesome. But you mean that uh, girl that looks like a dude? No, that's Tilda Swinton. Oh, <laughs> Tilda Swinton and Till Schweiger in Lumberella. Yeah. <laughs> You're thinking of David Bowie? Yeah. Oh, uh, Bob Dylan. What? I don't know. It's happening. <laughs> There's a Bob Dylan movie where all the girls played Bob Dylan. And, yeah, I know. Oh, that's right. And, yeah. Anyway, um, and what is it? Mighty Bulk. Incredible bulk, Incredible. Uh, amazing, amazing bulk. bulk, amazing bulk, man. I don't know. It's, it feels like to me, it feels like the next Uwe Boll movie I want to do is whatever video game one that had Christian Slater in it. Because I saw no, no, Alone no, in the dark? no. I saw just a few minutes of that on TV, and it looks that looked like one of those like, oh my god, it's so bad, it's hilarious. Just I, what I saw. I mean, it could get Chuck does not. Chuck has. We've brought this up before, and Chuck has quickly shut it down. Please. I beg of you. Okay. Like I said, I've <laughs> but it's saw, saw Tara a few, Reed as a yeah. scientist. Tara Reed is a scientist. That was that was what amazed me. It was like him still somehow trying to do his Christian Slater Jack Nicholson thing and her being a scientist. I I would rather watch the sequel to Alone in the Dark that has none of them in it. <laughs> okay. Well just because. I don't know. Just I saw a few minutes on TV and I was like, wow, this this actually looks bad enough to be Alone funny. in the Dark is the first movie I saw on H D DVD. Really? Okay. So you have bitter format wars. I was very excited about putting in an HD DVD and enjoying HD in my house. And I got 37 minutes into Alone in the Dark and was like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. Mm. You say that a lot, though. Yeah. yeah. Then I watched Doom. Oh, man. We still haven't watched Doom. I want to watch Doom. We should totally watch it. It's got Doom. the rock in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doom's better. It's got, uh, got Judge Dredd in it, too. Yeah. Carl, Bones. Ur- Carl yep. Urban Youth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we got more voicemails. Okay. Keep them rolling right along, I guess. Keep bringing it. Hey, you guys. Mike from Pittsburgh. Um, I don't know if Danuary is such a great idea. The problem with the Dan Aykroyd is that he's been in a ton of movies, but but he's not the star of a lot of them. Um, he's seems, especially in the last 20 years, he's really just like, like a guy in an office somewhere that you see sometimes. So, and then of the movies he is a star of, a lot of them are almost like 
cliches of the bad movie genre that have just been covered exhaustively about it with everybody discussing how bad they are, including, you know, uh, Coneheads, Exit to Eden, North, Nothing But Trouble, Caddyshack 2. So once you remove them, there's, you know, which you guys, you know, might not add that much to the conversation since they've already been done and done. Um, there's not that much left. I mean, besides loose cannons, of course, you know, you're left with my stepmother is an alien, maybe neighbors, uh, the couch trip, which a lot of people seem to like, the dragnet, which apparently you guys like, even though it's terrible, uh, and then Celtic Pride, I guess, um, and then Getting Away with Murder, the movie where he tries to uh, capture elderly Nazi war criminal Jack Lemmon. And then finally, there's a 2004 Canadian comedy about about a hospital called White Coats slash Intern Academy. That might be good. But instead of doing Danuary, I would suggest that you start off with Loose Cannons and then make it Buddy Cop Month because Collision Course starring Jay Leno and Pat Morita. Other Buddy Cop movies, you know, pale by comparison with that. And that must be dealt with. Out. That one has been on my radar. Collision Course is the inspiration for my worst movie scenes of all time series. Really? Yes. That is the first time I kept a clip from a VHS to another VHS tape to show to other people to say, look at this fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it, it, we we can't do yeah. I don't we can't we, do Dan Aykroyd no. simply no, because no, no, no. comedies we, no. are impossible, and yeah, no. we weren't seriously talking. about We were doing just it. spitballing stupid yeah. theme month ideas. Yeah, We've we don't had actually like fifty theme months. Yeah, we don't actually no. really want to do Dan Aykroyd movies. And Neighbors no. is brilliant. They, yeah, well, it's, so it's Toes Dragnet in a weird kind of way. No, just in a comic, in, in a comic way, it's brilliant. Well, I, don't, I, think, I know you guys love. I think I think people weren't expecting Dragnet to be a straight up in your face comedy, even though I still argue the original TV show was a was a very dry comedy. Right. Nobody seems to believe me when I say that. No, it was because I mean they literally would make puns, a completely deadpan puns, and yeah, nobody. Those are the best puns. Back then, it was like if there's not a laugh track, it's not a comedy. I think. Hmm. I I do want to say that a couple of days ago, I found myself. At two thirty in the morning, lying in bed watching Caddyshack two and just wondering where my life had gone wrong. <laughs> you should. I mean, because other than him, and and believe me, his performance in that is great. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I I despise just about everything about that movie. Yeah, it. Uh, I I was watching it just like I, I'd seen it before. I probably seen it two or three times before, but was still watching it just stunned. Like I can't believe that someone put this down on a piece of paper and that progressed to this point. It is just. Well, I've, I've, I've said my thoughts about you know, Rodney Dangerfield, and then you get the poor man's Rodney Dangerfield and Jackie Mason, Ooh. and it's like, oh god, yeah. But yeah, but like, I mean, his his Dan Aykroyd's thing in that is <laughs> infinitely funny to me for some reason. Like, come in, Mrs. Hester House. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's yeah cut the code names and stuff. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I we, agree. We're not doing January. No. Oh well. Next voicemail. Hi, Garfield. It's John. I just wanted to let you know that Liz says Odie's spine is nearly healed and he should be back home in a few weeks. Still can't figure out how it fell off the table like that. Anyways, after the vet, I went by the video store and picked up this 80s action movie called Eliminators. It has Tasha Yar in it and ninjas and Neanderthals and a cute little flying robot called Spot. And a half-man, half-tank guy called the Mandroid. 
It's from Charles Band, the producer of Robot Jocks, and I know how much you like that one. I'd better go. Got to swing by the post office before they close. Apparently, we have a package from Abu Dhabi marked Return to Sender. Do you have any idea what that's about? I'll be home soon. Don't eat the pan of lasagna in the fridge, you fat ass. See you later, buddy. John out. <laughs> oh, wow. Holy Christ. Uh, oh, We're now I'm, getting role-play okay. voicemails. I love how committed he was to that. But, <sighs> yeah, I, Eliminators has been on the radar as well for all the obvious reasons he stated, but he sold it better than anyone else I've heard thus far. Mm-hmm. It's coming out on DVD, a proper DVD. Okay, um, Captain Garfield out there. Who was Odie's original owner? Boom. Get back to us with another voicemail. Mrs. Oh, you don't want Garfield. me to spoil it? No. Okay. I want to see if he knows. I was about to say it. So. <laughs> Call or write to us at... <laughs> no. <laughs> Send I your postcard answer I, I to... I love that they wrote that character out of the yeah. comic because basically people are like, is John gay? Is that his... Yeah. And then... Oh. Yeah. Oh, you're giving it away. Mm-hmm. So... Okay. But yeah, just but John, I, was, I want to see if totally. Garfield role player knows. The yeah, answer. see what his name was. All right, then. I know the guy's name. Okay, well, I bet you do. Yeah, he was my favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> I was so angry they killed him off. <laughs> all right, well, yeah, Eliminators. That's been that's been yeah, Eliminators is. Yeah, we we were kind of. I think we kept saving that one for like a very special episode, you know, like a one fifty or something, and then just we had, we had other stuff that was like. Man, Space Truckers. we got to watch yeah. Space Truckers. Well, I mean, Charles Band is so weird because, like, well, you'll watch one and it's like, fuck yeah, this movie. And then the next one is just like, uh, Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of like, well, that could have been awesome if yeah. you had, like, a hundred more dollars to make the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But still, Eliminators, dude. Mm-hmm. Got to toss your R in robots. Sure. Yeah. Why not? I heard sometimes she gets involved with robots, so that might happen. She Maybe Mandroid is one. fully functional. Yeah. We were intimate. All right. Next voicemail. Last voicemail. Oh, my God. We have another one. Hey, guys. Uh, this is Jeff from Kentucky, and I uh, was just calling in to see if I uh, suffered from some sort of fever dream or if I remember renting this sometime between 87 and 89 on VHS at a local video store. I have no idea what the title is. All I can remember is the major plot thread was this guy had to pee really bad, and he kept getting interrupted. And I think, but usually by women wanting to have sex with him. And I was just curious if you guys had ever seen the Apple or plan on reviewing that. Uh, I accidentally walked into a trap where some people had me watch it. Anyway, so I just thought I'd throw that out there. You guys are doing a great job. Uh, you know, I went back and listened to a lot of your older shows. I've only really been listening for a couple of weeks, but thanks to podcasts, you can listen to quite a bit in a day. But anyway... Um. Have a good one. Uh, keep up the good work, and we'll keep listening. I want to know about, Thanks, more about the, the Apple trap. <laughs> yeah, I know. I want to know how you got trapped into that. He like was set, it, he was set up by the Apple dumpling game. <laughs> was it just like, hey, come over and have a meal with us and watch the Apple? <laughs> no, it's no, a trap. <laughs> or did they like, hey, come watch the Apple Developers Conference stream oh, with us? Ooh, oh no, uh, it's the Apple movie. <laughs> that sounds like it. <laughs> trap. <laughs> but yeah, that the trapple. <laughs> Listeners, help us out here, I, or help him out. I have no idea. Like, yeah, that does not sound like anything. I mean, there was some weird, like, I mean, that was not ringing a bell, but I mean, there was some weird, like, late '80s. Like, there, there was that comeback of of R-rated sex comedies in the '80s. Yeah, I mean, but that does not sound familiar to me. No, that one doesn't ring a bell. I'm just saying, like, there's 
John Ritter had that one. I mean, it was like skin deep. Yeah, there you go. I yeah. was like, yeah, I was like that that era. There was like, it was like condom. Yeah, let's fucking do some weird R-rated shit. Because mm-hmm. now we have video cassettes, and you know, parents don't need babysitters. They nope. can watch this no stuff way. after the kids go to bed. Yeah, or on Cinemax. I, but that one's not ringing a bell at all. No, no, no idea. I, I'm assuming it's a comedy. So oh, 87 to 89 and sure. guy, guy has, to, has pee. to pee and he can't. Yeah. He mm. just can't. Forrest Gump. <laughs> I'd like seven Dr. Peppers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. All Sounds right. That's about well, right. It's, we time to, time to wrap this puppy up here? Fine by me. Uh, All right. Yeah, we've been going on for way too long anyway. It's the okay. next day. Let's, <laughs> let's speed round some contact information, BJ. All right. BMFcast.com. Social stuff. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter.com slash BMF, Stitcher for your mobile, iTunes for your sort of mobile, email BMF at BMFcast.com, and call us on the Garfield phone, 9105-JOX-BMF, 910-556-9263. Let's go. All right. Sweet. I like it. So let's get out of here. I'm a Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach. And I'm Chuck. And this is BMFcast out. <laughs> <laughs>